Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, August the 11th of the 19th week of the year. Our reading this morning is a rather short one. In fact, it's only uh, two verses. It's Ezekiel chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Ezekiel 12, chapter, one, uh, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And in this particular passage, the word of the Lord comes to Ezekiel, and he says, the Lord says to him, you live in the midst of a rebellious house. The rebellious house is, of course, the Israelites. And that uh, Judah is uh, especially uh, difficult to deal with. Remember, there's the Israel, the, the chosen people have been divided into the two kingdoms, uh, Israel and Judah. And uh, Judah is uh, specifically uh, very prone to, as we would say today, do their own thing and uh, serve the Lord and do what the Lord requires uh, when they feel like it or when it suits them. But they do not. They do not give to the Lord uh, the obedience that is required as part of the covenant, which is what they agreed to. And so Ezekiel's task is to go and speak to this people. And before he goes to round out this idea of rebellion, uh, the verse says, they have eyes to see, but do not see. Ears to hear, but they do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but they do not see. Um, we think of eyes, of course, in uh, natural terms. We have an eye problem or we have an eye checkup. We go to the ophthalmologist. We get our glasses or our contacts or we get uh, some kind of LASIK surgery and all of that sort of stuff that people do today. And we're told to make sure you have your eyes checked uh, at least uh, every six months or twice a year uh, to see if you need new glasses or to make sure you don't have an eye disease like glaucoma or pressure on the eye or a detached retina coming, any of those serious things, which are uh, which is very good advice, clearly. Eyes are very precious. Uh, they let the world into us, and we can navigate. But eyes are not simply physiological. They're also spiritual. For we are called not merely to see with the eye of sight, but we also to see with our soul for insight, for insight. And that comes through faith, comes through openness of ourselves to the Holy Spirit. It is those kind of glasses that we need, the glasses that come from opening ourselves and seeing deeper than the surface, seeing beneath things. We talk about people having insight, 
sight within, something deeper than just what appears to be. Think of how often we look at something and someone comes along and says, yes, but did you see that? We said, oh no, no, I didn't notice that. Or no, I didn't understand it that way. They were offering us an insight or we're puzzled over something. It's a way of opening up something that's present, but we have not noticed it, we have not understood it, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the deeper meaning escapes us. And so they have eyes, the house of Judah, but they do not see, because they are not open to the Spirit of God. They only see according to their own will and their own ability, and therefore they are blind. And that's true of all of us, isn't it? When we only see one thing, none so blind as those who will not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. They do not hear because their ears are filled with their own desires, with their own words, with the noise of the world, the noise and the blockage that comes from the evil one. And so we can always say, well, I didn't hear that. I didn't know that's what you wanted. I didn't hear you. What did you say? We can always claim ignorance. We can always claim we didn't see. But for the Lord, that's not an excuse. For the Lord's word and what God shows us is quite clear. If we remove the spiritual cataracts from our own eyes by being open to the Holy Spirit. Jesus will encounter this many times in his ministry, won't he? in his public life. Jesus will give them a parable. Jesus will give them a teaching. Jesus will give them an example. They will not hear and they will not see because their hearts are cold. Their hearts are closed to the Lord. That's true in our, in our natural world, isn't it? You tell a child to do something and the child either does the opposite or ignores what you said. Why? Because the child doesn't want to do it. I didn't know you wanted that. Of course they did. They didn't want to do it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that there. I, I didn't notice that. Because they were too absorbed in themselves. They were too absorbed in other things. And so naturally they didn't see because they were blind blind to themselves. And when we grow up, we practice those same things. Well, I didn't know you wanted that. Well, I didn't hear you say that. I didn't hear any of that. Or I, I didn't see that happen. Or, I, I, I didn't see that thing because we weren't looking with our hearts. We were looking with our own wills, our own desires. And so an important part of truly seeing with insight and listening with our heart 
is to place our own will into the hands of the Holy Spirit, to will what the Spirit wills. That's true wisdom and insight. That's truly seeing. That's truly seeing. Seeing with the eye of faith. It's listening with the heart. Because God speaks to us and shows us each day his loving presence. The trouble is not with God. It's not that God is silent. God is inactive. God is busy with other things. God doesn't care. It is we. We who are too busy, too self-absorbed, too turning away from the Lord because of our own willfulness. And yet the Lord time and again calls us back. Return to me so that I may heal you. Let me remove the film from your eyes, the wax from your ears. Let me warm the cold marble and steel encased heart so that I may speak to you and you may be saved. Let us each day clear our eyes, open our ears, and beg the Lord to come into our hearts so that we may truly walk in his ways, the way that leads to eternal life. God bless you.